Welcome to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. It's so fun to have you guys join us today. Hey, everyone. Well, we have some exciting news. Yeah, we do. What is it? Well, maybe it's exciting news for us. Don, Very exciting for us. I don't know how exciting it is for everybody else, but we are pumped. Here's the thing. We are looking out our back window and the snow has fish officially melted. It's, it's gone. gone. Yes, it's gone. We've been waiting for it's this. It's so cool. It kind of means we survived another oh. winter. You guys, you got to understand, like, it gets so cold here and we get a lot of snow. So we our goal is to make it through winter. And we did. Like, we can look we, like uh, see our yard again. We made it. <laughs> we didn't die of frostbite or become freezing yeah. cold. You know what that means, Travis, for us, though? What's that? It means scooter season. Like, we get to ride our scooter soon. Like, I know. I can't wait to jump on our scooter, pack our our little lunch, picnic lunch, and then drive down to the park and go for a run. Right. You and I run outside all the time. Right. It's awesome. Well, here's what we're trying to say. Winter is brutal. So we need to celebrate when we make it through <laughs> another one. I yep. mean, it is just crazy cold. Those of you that are listening around the world yep. and some of the really cold parts, you know what we're talking about. Well, this last week, we got to try something new. We had some friends call us up and say, hey, do you want to go and play something? And we're like, play what? And they said, pickleball. So we decided, you know, we are going to go try pickleball. We've been seeing pickleball courts kind of appear, you know, you know, throughout the city recently. And we're like... They're always full, so it must be kind of a fun sport. Yeah, and what's uh, weird is pickles, you know, are usually a flavor for right, us, right? Yeah. Like it's uh, something that's in vinegar in a jar, or maybe it's pickle-flavored potato chips. But right. pickleball, what the heck is pickleball? I, know, I agree. I know it's funny. Pickleball is actually like a cross between tennis, between racquetball, ping pong, but then you use a wiffle ball that you're hitting back and forth. So right. it's a cross between quite a few sports, but it's a blast. We had so much fun. We laughed and we, you know, actually we were sweating, like it right. made us sweat, yep. but we realized quickly we loved it so much. We looked at our driveway and we're like, our driveway is the perfect size for a pickleball court. Yeah, we, we didn't know it, but we own a pickleball court. It we just do. happens to be where we park our cars or drive on, but right. it's kind of cool. So I think we're going to start playing pickleball. We are. Yep. Yeah, we talked to a gentleman at a sporting goods store and he's going to hook us up with a net. And you know what we thought? You know, what? we should have a pickleball connect group. I don't yeah, know. I've never heard of yeah. one, but hey, what a good way to connect with people. Or start a league in our neighborhood. Yep. It'll be a lot of fun. It's just great to always try to, you know, new things. You know, it just adds excitement. But then also we just had a great time. Well, this is episode 48 of the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. And the title for this podcast is this, Appreciation and Antidote for Divorce. You know, I was reading through some news headlines the other day, and there was one in particular that caught my eye on Breakpoint.org, and the title of the article was this, Divorce is Down During COVID. Why? Wow. And I got super excited. I mean, that is a positive thing. That's a positive title. Yeah, but it's also a question or a headline right. that really grabs your attention. It's like, why? I want to know why yes. if divorce is down well, yeah, in why 2020. Do, well, exactly. Why do they think divorce is down? Because you know what? In 2020, you would have expected a heavy toll on marriages and families because 2020 wasn't the easiest year, was it? Was it was one of the worst years ever. Certainly one of the best for you and I, Don. But yeah, it would have been tough on families and marriages. It's interesting. A recent piece in the Washington Post offered some of the best news that we've gotten in quite a while. It said that divorce rates in the United States have declined and marriages have grown stronger during the pandemic. 
Predictions of a COVID-induced divorce surge never materialized that we all, like we all thought it was going to. And according to Dr. Bradford Wilcox, director of the University of Virginia's National Marriage Project, divorce filings are down between 10 and 20% since last year. And more and more data is trickling in that's suggesting these trends are definitely more surprising and encouraging than they initially assumed for 2020. Yeah, again, just not what we would expect, no. but certainly that question why or that word makes us want to drill down and dig further and kind of get to the bottom of it. Last year, according to the American Family Survey, 40% of married Americans surveyed reported that their marriages were in trouble. That's that's a really sad a statistic. Pretty high percentage, yeah, almost half. But this year, that number is down to 29%. Man, a significant it's drop, huge. a notable yep. drop. And again, worthy of trying to figure out why. Well, uh, we're just sharing some facts with you guys and just some things that this article is relating. Yep. And these are just super fascinating, interesting. Well, according to the same survey, 58% of married people between the ages of 18 and 55 report that their appreciation for their spouse has increased during the pandemic. Wow. That's a large amount. It, it goes on to say 51% report a deepened commitment to their marriage during COVID, while only 8% report a weakened commitment to their marriage. Wow. So we're really talking about the effects of this pandemic or being stuck in one place together, yes. stuck in a home, husbands and wives and kids and all day, everyday school, work, food, sleep, you name it. And what did that do to yeah. the family? And it looks like, according to this, that appreciation has gone through the roof. The article also said that marriages tend to benefit during times of historical stress, such as during the Great Recession a decade ago. Well, was, I didn't know that. I didn't did either. You know that, no, uh-uh. But it actually makes sense after us just you know coming through the pandemic and through COVID, like we actually grew closer. We did. Like we were together a lot, but we actually, I appreciated that I wasn't alone. Yeah. I appreciated that all your help and that you were home during the day, you know, instead of at work, you know, you worked from home. Like there was a lot more support I felt. Yeah. It was great to be together because I think even while we actually had COVID, while yeah. we were sick, you know, and we'd go out for our late night uh, walks all by ourselves in the woods. I, you know, that was, that was really good yeah, uh, was. to be uh, with somebody else. And to not feel like you were alone or in danger. We were bonding in a new way during a pandemic. <laughs> I think we were. We were taking care of each other. Yeah. The article also suggested that, and maybe instead of just leaving when conflict started, couples were forced to stay together. Well, we couldn't leave. We couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> Locked in. So we actually had to stay. You couldn't maybe, just leave. <laughs> yes. Maybe they experienced, it says, the long-term relational and personal improvements that comes when conflict is faced and resolved, opposed to running away from each other. And that was from a recent article, again, in the Washington Post. Yep, that came through breakpoint.org. What an interesting article and great research leading to good news about divorce and marriage. I love, Don, how they pointed out that appreciation for their spouse actually increased during the pandemic. And that was key to couples staying together. I, I know there are probably lots of different reasons. People yep. couldn't leave. They had to kind of band together and be united to try to get through this crazy time. But also they just started to appreciate yes. each other more. So in today's podcast, we want to dig in a little deeper into that concept or the word appreciation. Right, yep. If appreciation is a potential antidote for divorce, 
then we want to make sure that it's a part of our marriage, yes, don't we, we do. Don? We need it in our marriage. We absolutely yeah. need to appreciate one another, and you'll want to make sure it's a part of your marriage, those of you that are listening. So let's start off with this. What is appreciation? Well, according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, appreciation is a feeling or expression of admiration, approval, or gratitude. I love that they threw in the word admiration in there. Like that just jumped out at me. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's not what you would expect, is it? And according to Oxford Dictionary, here's their definition of the word appreciation. It is recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. Man. That's That's, really cool. Enjoyment. I I like that. I enjoy you, Don. I appreciate you. I admire you for all that you're doing. Man, who doesn't want these things? I want to be appreciated. I want to be admired. I want to be recognized. And um, Travis, in our own marriage, we know that we both want to be impre- appreciated, but we also we need to be appreciated. I think we do. Yeah. It's kind of nice to not be taken for granted. Yeah. I know last week when I came home from work, Travis, I walked in and I realized quickly that you had cleaned the entire house from top to bottom. When I walked into our mudroom from the garage, I immediately knew that you spent a huge portion of your day to clean the house. Why? Because it smelled good. It looked great. The carpet down there was perfectly vacuumed. When I walked upstairs, I smiled when I saw you and I immediately said thank you and gave you a hug. Man, I was so grateful and appreciative of, you know, what you had done and the time that you had given to clean the house. And I know, Travis, your reasoning behind that is you said that you knew that we spend Friday, you know, which is our day off, a lot of times, especially me, but cleaning the house. And you wanted to make sure that tomorrow, the next day, that we could spend more time together and just have fun together. And I was so grateful for the way, you know, that you expressed that you told me that, but then also that you actually put the time and the hours into cleaning the house. But let's just go back. You know, I was grateful. I recognized it right away. But what, Travis, if I would have walked in and I would have just put my stuff away and I would have never acknowledged that you cleaned the house and spent your time helping me out, what would that have done? Yeah, that would have been tough because I, it was partly my day off while you were at work that I took and instead of just relaxing or hanging out, I worked and cleaned. You so did. you had come home and didn't notice and didn't acknowledge it and weren't grateful or thankful. Boy, that would have been a problem. And it's kind of cool because I wanted to clean because I appreciated you. I wanted to make sure the house was amazing so that when we had time off, it was literally to be able to do whatever we want, yeah, but also enjoy ourselves mm-hmm. in a really clean house. Yes. So what can lack of appreciation do to a marriage? Kind of the flip side. Well, it can make you bitter. It can. And bitter is not a good thing. (laughs) Beyond the bitterness, it can make you very frustrated. I know, Travis, there has been times that I have taken the time to, you know, go grocery shopping and cook a dinner and put it on the table and maybe didn't feel very appreciated by the kids or, you know, maybe by you, maybe you didn't recognize that I had made this supper. And internally, I remember just at times it has frustrated me because I took the time out of my day to cook and it wasn't appreciated, just even acknowledged. But it made me kind of not want to cook again the next time. Like, and I love cooking. I love baking. I love all those things. But when I, you know, don't, there's no acknowledgement or appreciation for it. It makes me want to kind of withdraw and it makes me kind of bitter on the inside. You know, yeah. and I know you guys are great. Like you are the most thankful man I know, but there has been times, especially with the kids where they, you know, maybe haven't said thank you. Yeah. And Don, honestly, that just leads to the next thing as we think about what does a lack of appreciation do? It also makes you feel unloved. Right. Yeah. Maybe we didn't communicate that or want to communicate that, but because we didn't say we were thankful or, or didn't, you know, brag about 
about how great your cooking was, you felt unloved. It also makes you feel used or like a robot. It dehumanizes you. And, you know, we're talking about what what is the flip side of feeling uh, appreciated? In other words, not feeling appreciated. One more thing that pops in our mind is it makes you not want to continue to do those nice things (laughs) for your spouse. If I'm not feeling appreciated, why would I keep doing them? Well, here's a a quote from marriage.com. Here's what they say. Marriages tend to end up in divorce when there's a lack of appreciation, more complaining and taking each other for granted. If your marriage does not have gratitude. It is important that you find it before it's too late because such marriages usually head towards divorce with each partner going a separate way. Wow. That obviously points to the fact that we need to appreciate each other, you know, because if there's a lack of appreciation, it's going to really cause a lot of conflict in your marriage. It does. It's just not healthy. Hey friends, we'll get right back to the episode, but we just wanted to say if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, please consider sharing it on social media, leave us a review and be sure to subscribe. We'd also love to hear from you. So feel free to leave a comment. And for more information about Travis or Don Rosinger, go to lovingthefight.com. So in any healthy marriage, in our marriage, in your marriage, appreciation must be felt. It must be given or shown and it must be reciprocated. Both spouses need to feel appreciated and they need to express appreciation and the appreciation needs to be reciprocated. So how? Let's just talk about the hows. How do you appreciate your spouse? The first one is this. You tell them. Just say thank you. You guys, I don't think we should ever underestimate the power of those two simple little words, thank you. A simple thank you can turn a negative or a, you know, a tense situation into a positive one. It can change an emotion from being negative to positive. Yeah, I would agree with that, Don. And it's not hard. It's so easy. You just say two words. Thank you. Yep. Because thank you shows appreciation, but it also helps you recognize that something was done. It right. shows that you recognize oh, it. Oh, that's great. You know, or, you know, with that, when you're saying thank you, you know, how about compliment them? Tell them, you know, the house looks amazing. Like when Travis cleaned the house, I told him the house looks amazing. Or, you know what, if your spouse cooks, you know, the supper tastes delicious. Or, you know what, if you the, your spouse takes extra time on a you know, when you go out on a date to get ready, you know, have them walk out and say, you know, you look beautiful. You look handsome. We need to express our appreciation verbally. I know, Travis, there are some chores that we have naturally divided up over the years. Yeah, so you yeah, think, it's you know, a great system. We just do it on a regular basis. Not that we don't help each other out in those areas, but just some natural things that, you know, you do and I do. And you tend to take care of the yard work and the shoveling. You definitely do most of the stuff on I the enjoy outside it. of the house. It's a yep. blast. And I am so grateful for that. And I try to make it my goal to thank you after you mow the yard to tell you, you know what, man, the yard looks greater after you snowblow. Cause I know, you know what? Snowblowing helps me get out of the garage too. Like it's a, it's a benefit for both of us. And I just appreciate when you take the time to do those, you know, or when you change the oil or fix the car, I like to say thank you. Why? Because I appreciate the time and the energy that you took to do those things. And you've honestly, you've saved us a ton of money over the years and on, on yard services, on your, you know, your mechanical skills. 
And I appreciate that you do those things so willingly. So I tell you, you know, thank you for those things. Yeah, you absolutely do. And that really helps. It makes me want to do it again. A really simple passage from the Bible, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, kind of just brings it all to a point and makes it so clear when it comes to appreciation. Here's what it says. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances. In other words, be appreciative, you know, show appreciation, be thankful. And it's not just a, you know, a good piece of advice. It literally says, this is God's will. God's will is that we would be the most appreciative people on the planet, the most thankful people. I think a key word here in this verse is all thankful in all circumstances, circumstances. the good and the bad. Yeah. And there are times when we're not getting along or whatever's going on, but you're doing something for me and I want to be thankful. I I will never forget, Don, the feeling every time we go to the mailbox and we check the mail and all of a sudden we pull out a, a thank you card for something that not that we bought, uh, but something that we did for someone. Right. So yeah. it's just a strange thank you card because usually people give you a thank you card for a gift, right. something you bought. But when you get one for something that you've done, it's like, wow, they noticed me, mm-hmm. not the gift. They noticed me and my action of love towards them. And you definitely appreciate that thank you card. I know our daughter, Samantha, is really good at writing out thank you cards. She like, does an awesome she job. She doesn't just write, you know, one or two lines too. She fills out the whole thing. She definitely expresses appreciation through, you know, written words. And I appreciate that. I love getting thank you cards. And I, hopefully it's our goal, like to reciprocate that and send thank you cards out for people again, just for not necessarily for things they've bought us, but things that they have um, done. Again, we're talking about how do you appreciate your spouse? Well, the second thing we would recommend is you show them. Just smile, pay Man, attention. Yeah, smile can go a long way. Notice both the little things and the big things. I, I think it's important too. I want to brag on you, Don, to my friends. And we want to encourage you guys to do that. Let your spouse feel your appreciation yep. by showing them, show them. Lastly, how do you appreciate your spouse? You reciprocate. You do something unexpected for them. Marriage can't always be one way. One person can't always be giving while the other one is always receiving because marriage will not work or be healthy if that's the way that it's structured. I know we know actually two different couples that you know we have talked to where the wife literally does everything. She everything. does everything in the house. She does everything outside the house. She takes care of the kids and she works a full-time job. But because her husband makes more money at his job, he feels justified in his actions, you know, that his wife needs to do everything else in the house with the kids, with the yard, everything. And that's not the only couple we know. There's another couple, almost similar situations where she literally is doing everything and he isn't doing anything to help. And he does not appreciate what the wife is doing in any way. Yeah, what's so mind-blowing about that, I know you and I have talked about this, Don, but not only is that husband just letting the wife do everything, but then often they're demanding the wife serve them and do even more. Like, hey, get me this or do that for me. And it's just crazy. It's so hard to believe. He feels justified in his actions, you know, that his wife needs to do everything else in the house with the kids, with the yard, everything. And that's not the only couple we know. There's another couple, almost similar situations where she literally is doing everything 
and he isn't doing anything to help and he does not appreciate what the wife is doing in any way. What both of these husbands don't realize is that their attitudes and actions are actually destroying their marriages. I know, Travis, for you and I, one way that we reciprocate this is even in our morning coffee, because you know what? We both love coffee. We love having that hot piping cup of coffee in the morning, and we try to beat each other to the coffee maker in the morning so we could push the button so then we can be the first one to bring (laughs) that piping hot, amazing cup of coffee to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we're trying to say is uh, when if you try to spell love, it's actually C-O-F-F-E-E. Yeah, for us, we love coffee. Something about coffee communicates love since we both love it so much, but then when we bring it to each other and serve one another, it's such a treat. Yeah. Really? I don't expect you to bring my coffee. I'm actually super excited to help, you know, bring you your coffee. Another thing that we do to reciprocate is I know, Travis, sometimes when you are outside mowing, I go out and I'll just pick the weeds or I'll, you know, do something to help you out in the midst of what you're doing while you're mowing. Just because I want to, you know, I'm so appreciative that you are mowing the lawn. I want to help out in some way. Yeah. And I love that because I'll be outside sometimes for two hours and you're out there as well. And we're kind of like a team. We're hitting the lawn together. And I feel like you are appreciating me. I feel your appreciation. And that's really what we're talking about. How do you appreciate your spouse? Well, here's kind of a bonus, an extra one. Thank God for your spouse. What a great way to appreciate them. Let your spouse hear you brag on them to God. When you pray together, brag and appreciate your spouse as you are talking to God. And we've talked about that before with Verbalocity, but we're big fans of that. Don't just pray for your spouse. Don't just talk to God directly in front of your spouse, but really talk about your spouse to God. Uh, here's what author Kevin Thompson wrote. He said, appreciation is a vital aspect of marital satisfaction. It might be an oversimplification, but many times we are satisfied to the extent that we feel appreciated. Isn't that interesting that appreciation can affect satisfaction? It's You wouldn't normally think that, but it's really important to have that pointed out. And I I like that. I think it's a good encouragement. And I think that was like the point of the article that we read from the beginning, that appreciation was actually up during COVID and it actually helped marriages. Yeah, because people had to work so hard together and they've bonded and become a greater team. So we're just going to do a quick recap. So how do you show appreciation to your spouse. First, you tell them, you use your words, say thank you. The second is you show them, use actions, show them, smile, you know, do something back. The third thing is you reciprocate. You when let your husband, when he does something for you, let it be a motivator to do something in return. Reciprocate that it's a way of showing appreciation. Yeah. Number four, thank God yep. for them. And I think that there's just something powerful about being thankful to God for your spouse. It does something to the interactions that you have directly with your spouse later on. Well, Don, this has been really fun. Just thinking about that Washington Post article and also the research that they were kind of resharing with all of us about how marriages are doing so much better in the pandemic. Thanks to appreciation or or outside of the pandemic. Especially when they were expecting marriages to do worse. Like I'm excited that actually they did better. Yeah, it's great news. Well, guys, we just want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, you got this. You can do it. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed, and please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.